We are all fascinated with the unexplained because it is just that, unexplained. Our minds need to understand what it is that they are experiencing. The paranormal is a belief. Some choose to believe, some choose not to. In each episode, I will endeavor to take a look at a case of the unexplained and try to determine if these incidents could have a simple explanation or whether the only rational explanation is otherworldly. I hope you'll join me on this journey as I visit a place with a history of hauntings. Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of A History of Hauntings. Now, I promised you last week that I would talk about an experience that I had and that kind of inspired me to do this episode as I've chosen to do it. I'm going to do it slightly different this week. Yes, I'm going to talk about a haunting that has occurred in a building and actually I'm going to talk about two. But it's really a call to arms because... I know this isn't a popular podcast yet, fingers crossed it will be, but I want to put it out there. I want you guys to get involved. And if you listen to it now, that's great. If you listen to it in a few weeks, few months, few years time, then please, please, please don't hesitate to get in touch because that's what I want to cover off in this episode, a local haunting, which is why I've called it hometown haunting so i'm going to talk about some experience that i've had in my hometown and what i'd like you to do is get in contact with me and share some of your stories of some of experiences that you've had because the reason i'm interested in the paranormal is be probably because of a couple of experiences that i've had that sort of pushed me in that direction just to try and find out a little bit more and i'm willing to bet that if you're interested in the paranormal too which is why you're listening to this podcast then you probably have had an experience yourself and I'd love to hear from you. In fact, I'd love to have you on the podcast to talk about it. So if that's something you're interested in, please, please, please get in contact with me at hhauntingpod on Twitter or hhauntingpod at hotmail.com. What I'm not looking for is some elaborate haunting with categorical proof if you've got it fantastic definitely definitely get in contact i'd love to hear it however the sort of thing i'm i'm looking for i'll share with you now and this is a story that was passed on to me via my wife and one of her work colleagues one of the ladies that she worked with trained to be a nurse and back when she was a student nurse she used to share a house with two other girls And they all described having a sensation, a feeling that when they were in this house, that they weren't alone. They never felt like it was an evil presence, but a friendly presence. They weren't scared of it, but they just felt that if they were physically in the house by themselves, they weren't, that something else was there with them. There was another presence. Anyway, this lady, sadly, her mother died and she went back to the house to clear out the place and as she was rooting through a number of boxes in the attic she found pictures of her grandma and interestingly enough oh obviously her grandma had passed away some years before but the picture that really caught her attention was of her grandma stood outside of the house that she lived in as a student nurse yes it is an incredible coincidence but one that this lady assures us is true she actually lived in the same house as her grandma 
Now, her grandma had passed away before she became a student nurse. And bear in mind, she said she always felt like that there was another presence there, not to do her harm. Seeing this convinced her that that sensation that she experienced was the presence of her grandma. Yes, it's an incredible story, but one that I don't doubt is true. It was told to me in all honesty and with that true sense of authenticity. She had felt a presence there and then years later she discovers her grandma used to live there. And I just I just think that is, well, first of all, it's an incredible coincidence. But second of all, I buy it. It makes sense. And it's those kind of stories that I'm looking for. It doesn't have to exactly follow those lines, of course. But if you've got something that's just interesting and intriguing, it, I'm not going to pick holes in what you're going to tell me. I just want to hear it. I want to hear your story. And if I'm going to ask to hear your story, then it's only fair that I should share my story with you first. I call this episode Hometown Hauntings because... It's a haunting that happened in my hometown, one that I experienced myself. Now, when I searched and I did a little bit of research about All Sager, which is where I live, which is in South Cheshire, and tried to discover a little bit about haunted locations that are here, because basically it's a fairly short story. I want to try and find a little bit of extra information for you. So it could turn out that this episode is a little bit shorter than the others purely and simply because there isn't an awful lot of strange activity that I can find. However, I did find a second location which is also apparently haunted. So I have visited that. It's a very, very brief story that I will share about that, but I'll get onto that in a second. First, I want to tell you about the experience that I had. Now, this goes back to when I was a student and I was working part-time as a kitchen porter in the Manor House Hotel in Allsager. It's an old building which has been added to quite extensively. The hotel itself, as it used to be, is very small. It may have only had quite, a, you know, just a few rooms and one restaurant. However, it has been extended, possibly when it was a Best Western or when it was a Compass Hotel. It was a Compass Hotel when I worked there. And there's a conference suite, a swimming pool, and a number of extra rooms, and a much larger reception area, and a second function restaurant that has been added. Now, a lot of the staff there that I work with had told me about experiences that they'd had. They'd seen a lady in the bar area. Now, the old bar, which is now called the Stables Bar, is part of the older part of the hotel, as you would expect. And many members of staff that have worked there had reported seeing a lady in that area. Now, it wasn't, as you'd expect, someone who was from times a long, long time ago. It wasn't Victorian or predating that area, which I do believe that hotel does predate. This is someone much more modern in dress in their appearance. In fact, many members of staff actually have highlighted this individual being somebody who used to work there, who has subsequently passed on. The head chef had brought in photographs of a staff party that had occurred there a long time ago. And more than one member of staff had said that one of the ladies in this photograph, who used to be the barmaid who ran the place, was the ghost that they had seen quite an interesting story that it sort of makes sense 
you would expect that with it being such an old property, and I guess this is just our preconceptions about these things that we have, that it would be something from much, much further ago in its long, long history. But nonetheless, there is it's a valid story. It's a valid story that many, many people corroborate and actually say, yes, this is the lady that I have seen. Now, I have to say, if you're waiting for me to tell you a story that I saw this lady one night late in the bar, then sadly, no, that isn't what happened to me. I worked as a kitchen porter, and this lady's been seen up in the kitchen as well. Did I see her there? No, I'm sorry to say, I didn't. I didn't see any apparition of any form. It was about half past one in the morning. I'd been there after a long, long shift, and I was just finishing off. The waiting staff had gone home, the chefing staff had gone home, it was literally just me and somewhere in part of the hotel the night porter was working away. Anyway, as I cleaned the cutlery, I suddenly became aware of a presence behind me and not only that, I'd heard the restaurant doors go. Now, as you can imagine, there's two sets of restaurant doors, one in, one out, so that when staff are coming in with, this, with the, the dirty crockery, they're not bumping into the staff taking the fresh meals out. Now, these doors, obviously, they swing back and forth because you don't want to be operating a door handle when you've got food in your hands like that. It's obviously going to lead to accidents. Anyway, I'd heard the door swing. It was a very distinctive noise. and I can almost hear it now in my mind as I relive this. But I knew the door had gone and I became aware that there was somebody stood behind me. Now my natural assumption was that it was the night porter that was working that night and he was after something to eat or he was going to just pop in for a chat. So I turned around to face him and there was nobody there. The door was moving ever so slightly. So right off the bat there, my heckles were up. I was a little bit spooked because this was just a little bit out of the ordinary. I'd not experienced anything like this. So... Like I said, I'm a little bit spooked. I decided, that's it. That last little bit of load can wait till the morning. Now I'm back on the breakfast shift. I'm just going to brush and mop the floor and get out of here. I'll, a, it's late. I don't want to go home and I'm back early in the morning. And B, I really don't feel comfortable with what I've just experienced. So I walked through to the top of the stairs to reach for the brush pan and the, and the brush. And the brush pan was leaning behind the banister. It was a solid wooden banister and it was connected by a beam of wood that ran down and obviously a higher handrail so you could run your hand down it as you did. And it was leaning against it, probably at an angle of, I don't know, difficult to say, but it, certainly it was an angle that it could not physically fall by itself. It had been sat there all night and as I reached for that brush pan, it fell onto the floor. And I, I kid you not, I can feel the hairs on the back of my neck standing up as I tell this story. The brush pan fell in front of me. It couldn't physically move. I hadn't touched it. I knew I hadn't touched it. It, it fell before my hand got anywhere near it. And that was it. I thought, I didn't even bother signing out. I didn't really care whether I got paid for that shift or not. I was gone. But for me, that was an experience and it was a real experience and I generally felt like something had occurred in that room that night in that kitchen I knew I had experienced something that I could not explain 
Now, I've always had a little bit of an interest in the paranormal because, like I said, it's one of those things you just can't explain. And I just couldn't explain this. I couldn't explain what had caused the doors to go. I couldn't explain that feeling, that sensation that somebody was stood behind me. And what I certainly could not explain, those other two things can be relatively easily explained away if you want to do that. But seeing that brush pan fall in front of me I could not explain that. I'd heard the stories that the staff had told me about the ghosts that they'd seen there. I'm not going to say I didn't believe them, but I didn't I didn't put a whole lot of credence into it. Sometimes you just have to experience something for yourself before you buy into it. It's an experience I think a lot about over the years. Sometimes my mind wanders that. Certainly doing this podcast, I've been thinking about it a lot. And whilst it doesn't fit into the category of seeing the Lady of the Lake in Longton Park or the Molly Lee story or the ghost scene in Ian or any of the other stories that I've covered off, it doesn't fit into those categories for sure. However, for me, it's just as relevant because I know I experienced something that I cannot explain. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've got any experience, maybe you worked at the Manor House Hotel, as many, many people have done over the years, or you've eaten there, or you've been a guest there, then please get in contact and let me know if you've had any similar experience to this. I'd love to hear it. Similarly, I'd also love to hear any other story that you would like to share with me of a similar experience that you've had in your hometown. And that got me on to thinking then, if I've had this experience in the Manor House, there certainly are some older buildings that, that exist in all Sage. Has there been any other experiences that have been recorded? Because the interesting thing when I researched about the Manor House Hotel, that there was no, despite many people knowing this story that I'd worked with, there's no reporting of it. It had never made the press the story of the place being haunted, despite the fact that they do have a lot of murder mystery weekends there. I thought that would be a great way to promote it and to get their name out there in the press. However, no stories that I could find in any of the local papers. So I did a little bit of research and I found another story about a place in Osage which is haunted that I found in probably the most unlikely place you would expect to find of a story of a haunting and that was on TripAdvisor. I will of course share as I always do the link to this in the podcast notes. Now this dates back to January 2012 where it's simply a lady sharing her review of the hotel and saying what a fantastic place it was to stay, what a great restaurant it is and just basically saying what a wonderful time that she had. However, she finishes off by saying that she did not experience the ghost that's rumoured to be there. So she didn't experience it, that's the key point. However, I think there's a little bit of her that stayed there and would have liked to have done so. But apparently in this old hotel and pub, there is the ghost of a lady who floats around. Now, this is interesting to me because I, I'm very familiar with the old mill. I've had a pint in there on many, many occasions. I even had my son's christening in there. And I have never heard a story from any of the people, and I do know a few people who have worked there, that this place is haunted. It's an old building and it, it dates back to the 1800s sometime when it was a working mill, hence its name. In fact, it was a mill up until the 1950s. 
And the look of the building, well, it's got that sort of look that we would say, well, we wouldn't be too surprised if it were haunted. It is a very old building. It's got a lot of history. It's set by the side of a lake. And it really is a very beautiful building, but it has got that old dark feel about it. But there may just be a little bit more than spiders that are lurking behind them beams. In terms of other ghost stories that exist in all cities, to be honest, I'm not too aware of many more. I do know when I was a small child, we used to live near the salt line. My mum used to tell me stories of how late at night you could hear the ghost train whistling down those salt lines. So they were opened up in 1893 and they were used to transport salt and limestone, I believe, down to other parts of the country. And they ceased having trains on on the 28th of July, 1930. However, my mum used to tell me stories that trains used to whistle down there late at night. And if we listened out, we could hear them. I grew up in the 70s and 80s, so we were a little bit hardier back then. I certainly know my daughter, who's four, watched Toy Story and is now terrified that when she goes to bed, that Elsa and Anna are going to wreak chaos downstairs. But back when we were kids, stories of ghost locomotives were the sort of thing you told your children to get them off to sleep. More recently, there is a care home that has closed down and a team of paranormal investigators have got inside it late at night and had a wander around. Now, I'll let, I'll let you make up your own mind on this. I'll share the video again in the show notes. Give it a look and let me know what you think. Get in touch with me at hhauntingpod on Twitter or hhauntingpod at hotmail.com via email. After they visited, it was very heavily boarded off, so it's not something that, that I could have visited anyway, but truthfully, having watched the video, and no disrespect to them, I'm not gonna take away from anything they do, but I didn't really buy into the story behind this place being haunted. So that left me with just the two stories that I had. This one from TripAdvisor at the Old Mill and then the Manor House Hotel. So as I always do, and this is a nice easy one for me, on a sunny Sunday afternoon, I took a stroll out to the two places that I had just mentioned. The first location that I'm visiting is the polar opposite to the second one in that I've been in this building many, many times and had no idea that there was any history of any hauntings that had occurred here. In fact, I had my son's christening here and I haven't experienced anything interesting enough though. My dad stayed here so I have to check with him, see if he heard anything go bump in the night. I found this on a TripAdvisor report where someone had commented said how much they'd enjoyed their stay there and how they hadn't experienced anything untoward such as the hauntings. Now. It is a very old building, so it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if indeed there was some level of haunting that occurred there. Very typical, very similar in many ways to the building at the old hall of sandwich that I covered last week. Certainly not as old, but probably probably one of the older buildings in all sage and very very nice setting it is indeed. I couldn't get as close as I would have liked to have done today because it is all fenced off as the photograph that I'll share on Twitter will demonstrate. It's recently been in receivership and has been bought out of it and is due to be renovated. But nonetheless, on to 
the second location. So I am sat at my second location now. This is a place I know well. I used to work here, as the story I shared earlier will tell you. Now, as I also said, there are many people actually that I worked with over the years did tell the story of this place being haunted and of having seen the lady in the bar area. Apologies for the chainsaw in the background, but this is the, the nature of recording on site. Some say that she was identified by photographs that she'd been seen and that she was a former bar lady who had worked there, a head barman or bar, bar mistress, if you will. All I know is I didn't see anyone. I didn't see a lady of any description, that's for sure. But I certainly felt a presence. And not only that, seeing something move in front of you that you know physically cannot move of its own accord, that gravity cannot come into a play at that exact point to make it move. I've got to be honest, as I said in the story, it, it, it did scare the life out of me. And I did leave that night without finishing off my duties. The modern part of the building is an extensive addition and renovation and the older part is the bit where everybody reports seeing the lady that old bar area as now it's called the stables bar is a much older property like i said this was my experience and i'd love for you to get in touch and share yours i'd love to be able to get you guys on if you're willing to and talk about hauntings that you've experienced or if not I can recant those tales for you. I'll happily do another episode where we look at doing that. So please do get in touch after listening to this episode. You can get me at hhauntingpod on Twitter or hhauntingpod at hotmail.com on email. So that's my experience then that I've had in my hometown of Allsager in South Cheshire. No real conclusions this week because I can tell you categorically that is what I experienced and that is 100% what I believe. There's no way that you can convince me any other ways that that is something other than what it was. Something that fell against gravity, against every rule of science. Something occurred. So a force had acted upon that dustpan can't believe we're talking about dustpans so much in an episode about hauntings but a force had acted upon it to cause it to fall in front of me but the important thing that i want to convey to you in this episode as well is please if you've had an experience do get in contact i've given out the contact details a few times now you can leave me a message on anchor if you are on that app then please do so leave me a voicemail i can play it on the podcast or we can just listen to it and we can arrange to have a conversation offline and i can relay your information for you if you're not comfortable coming on here and talking but if you are then we can set that up and we can chat via skype and we can record it and we can get a podcast episode out of it and i think that would work really really well it's something we've done many many times for tall boy radio where we've had guests on and we just simply record a skype episode edit it slightly so that we've got a workable podcast episode but that's it that's how we record many of our episodes with Tallboy Radio 
So please get in contact at hhauntingpod on Twitter or at hhauntingpod at hotmail.com via email. Let me know your stories. Let's share them. Let's get them out there and let's get people hearing them. Because I do think that it's something that could build up a great catalogue of these stories. Are we going to solve anything? Are we going to draw any conclusions? Probably not. It'd be wonderful if we could. Maybe you have that one piece of evidence that, that could categorically prove that these things are real and they do exist. We know they're real, but what we want is proof. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode. And I hope you'll join me again next week when I visit a place with a history of hauntings. <laughs>